Hello everyone and welcome to another Game Reactor Quick Look. This time taking a look at the DJI Osmo Action 3 and you can pretty much see what this resembles. It's a very GoPro-like design and styling from DJI, but if you know anything about what they do, you'll also know that they've been snapping at the heels of GoPro for a couple of years now. This is the third rendition of this particular camera, and while it initially had a more rectangle upright kind of look to it that made it stand out, this one, one looks very much like a GoPro. But don't be alarmed, because even though that it looks like it, it actually has a couple of aces up its sleeve. For starters, this is around 20 to 30% cheaper than your average GoPro Hero whatever, Hero 11 I think we're at now. So already there, there's a huge reason to pay attention if you want to capture the epic moments in the wilderness through an action camera like this. So, okay, let's take a closer look. This weighs around 145 grams. That basically means that in your hand, you don't really feel it much. And you certainly don't feel it in like a small bag or a backpack or something like that. Now, around here, we have a 2.25 inch display. That's well enough, enough, well enough glass surface to basically do all the kind of touch-based um, control and setup that you would need. And there is also a 1.4 inch display here at the front in order to frame yourself up properly. That is kind of the basic stuff and they got that, good. Um, now, there is a couple of different things with this particular CMOS sensor here. Now, it looks absolutely massive when you look at it. You actually kind of think that you can turn with this little um, ribbed piece of rubber that is around the sensor itself, but you actually can't. Now, this isn't movable in any sort of way, and you can't uh, do any manual focus adjustment apart from when you touch the glass on the back. No, but this CMOS sensor is actually really cool, despite the fact that, you know, it is kind of smaller than, you know, the actual glass seems to suggest. Uh, it does 4K at 120 FPS, which is kind of like the gold standard. Now, is that the same as GoPro's, I think, 5.3K sensor? No, obviously not. But in most cases, when you use this kind of footage to either show to friends or to link up with other footage you have f uh, shot at from a holiday, say, or some like a... Uh, you know, a, a, an epic hiking trip. That'll be in 4K 60 or 4K 120 anyway, so it's probably fine, and I didn't notice any, like, big drop in uh, video quality when filming in 4K 120 or 4K 60. You also do get a few basic things that means that you can use it outright from when, like, when you unpackage it. So you get this little exoskeleton, which is absolutely great. Now, it doesn't cover up the little um, magnetic mounting hardware port here, or it doesn't cover up you know, the micro SD port or the USB Type-C port, so you can keep it on all the time. And you get this in the box. It's absolutely nice to have. And I think the most important thing, you get basic mounting hardware. I said this in the review of the new Insta360 X3, not including any kind of mounting hardware in a package which is meant for action shooting is kind of dumb. But this adhesive a little pad here makes sure that you can stick it to any kind of surface and it will stick. And the cool thing is that DJI have made this magnetic mounting point here at the bottom of the camera. So when you snap this on, it basically grabs it and holds on tight. Now, it's both magnetic and there are plastic clamps here on the side, meaning that this is snapped to it. So you're not going to be having problems with it if it's mounted to, say, the hood of a car or a skiing helmet or any kind of surface where you might be want to film from. It's great to have this from the get-go. That means that it's usable. No, it actually isn't because there's one key thing missing from this camera when you unpack it. This has no built-in storage at all. 
And I'm talking about like just 10 gigs, 15 gigs, or if you want to be really like really big about it, 64 gigs. No, you need to put in a micro SD card for this to even start shooting and store footage on the camera itself. I think that's a little bit annoying, particularly since you would want to, for instance, test stuff if the SD card, when the SD card is not in actually in the camera, it could be in the computer, for instance. So that's a bit of a bummer, but overall, for a lot less than a GoPro, this is really cool. I will check it out on the site. There's a full review up already. So